Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking to jump into a new book, and it's a good one. All of them are good ones, but this one is just rich. Uh, One of my favorites, uh, or one of my wife's favorites, one of my daughter's favorites. And I began reading it and just studying it, and the Lord led me here as I was praying over what to do next and where, where to go next. And it just is so encouraging. We see a book where verse number one really reveals the context of what's going on here. And we'll get into some of the background here in just a second. But verse number one of chapter number one of the book of Ruth, it says this. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn into the country of Moab he and his wife and his two sons, and the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion, Ephratites of Bethlehem, Judah. Now we're going to stop there halfway through verse number two. I just wanted to kind of give you the context, but it says in verse number one that they were in the days of the judges. Maybe some of you are familiar with what was going on in the Judges, but there was uh, a cyclical nature of what's happening in the book of Judges. Maybe you're familiar with folks like Gideon, Samuel, Deborah, Barak, uh, Ehud. There are many Judges that we have heard their stories and we uh, maybe have found great encouragement. But at the core of this book we see a beautiful picture of the gospel, but it's in the midst of this difficult setting, the days of the judges. We see the judges were deliverers given by God for the nation of Israel to deliver them from the oppression of another nation. Sometimes it was the Philistines, sometimes it was the Moabites, you know, other times it was other people, but we, we know that there were times that there was oppression. And where did, it, where did it exactly start? Well, this cycle would start where the nation would turn, the nation of Israel would turn away from God. They would go off into idolatry. The nation would then fall under the judgment of God and experience great oppression. Then the nation would understand they're oppressed, turn back to God, cry out to God, repent of their sin, and then consequently the nation would be sent a judge or a deliverer to deliver them from the, the oppression. And boy, don't we see that in our own lives. We, we turn away from God, we, we, we fall back, we backslide per se, and then we repent and we, we, are, we are given that opportunity to come back into fellowship with God. This was the pattern for the nation of Israel. This was a very troubled uh, uh, pattern because 
they constantly were going back into their sin, back into idolatry. And we see that this, this story starts with a family, a family that had seen this famine. It says in verse number one that there was a famine in the land, which oftentimes, if, if you have read the Old Testament, a famine was a result of uh, going off into sin. And we see that God uh, allowed this divine judgment to take place. And there was this family that decided that they were going to leave Bethlehem, Judah, and go to a different place, Moab, to seek relief. And we see here that this family was not only looking to live, they were not looking to live by faith, but rather they were looking to live by sight. They left their nation. They begin fleeing. They go to Moab, and it says he took his wife, his two sons, and went. Elimelech was the husband of Naomi, the father of Malon and Chilion, which aren't those great names, Malon and Chilion. And we see that they fled to a clear enemy of the nation of Israel. If you know anything about Moab, you know that there is a great connection with uh, Lot and his incestuous relationship with his daughter. This is who the Moabites are, offspring of that very relationship, an enemy of the nation of Israel. And what we see here is not only a story that started with great tragedy. When we get done with this book, there will be great hope. And in the times of Judges, we see that there came a famine. We saw that Elimelech has taken his family down to Moab. We see in verse number two that the, the names of the, the family, verse number three, it says, And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left, and her two sons. Isn't that interesting that when he was living by faith, or instead of living by faith, he goes off living by sight. He's in this nation. Obviously, he has stayed there for a considerable amount of time. And then he passes away, leaving his family in a foreign land away from God's blessing. Naomi and her two sons are there. And what does verse number four tell us? And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of one was Orpah, the name of the other, Ruth, and they dwelled there 10 years. So now, not only did he take his family there to survive the famine, now that they have taken spouses from this carnal country, his wives or his son's wives are, are there. They are Moabites, they're Gentiles. And it's interesting that when we see trials come into our lives, Wearsby says this, we can do one of three things. We can endure it, we can escape it, or enlist it. If we only endure our trials, then our trials become our master. And we have a tendency to become hard and bitter. And we will see what's going on in this very story and how bitterness comes up again, and if you've read ahead, you understand this. But see, when we enlist our problems, we, we see that God has a purpose. 
We cannot go off and, and, and try to avoid God's judgment and live by sight. We must walk by faith. Wearsby said this, by claiming the promises of God and obeying the word of God in spite of what you see, how you feel, or what may happen, it means we must commit ourselves to the Lord, relying wholly on him. But Elimelech didn't do that, and it led his family to this very place. Now they are married to Orpah and Ruth. Verse number five reveals a great tragedy. Naomi, her two sons are there with their spouses, her her daughters-in-law. And now verse number five reveals Malon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Isn't this a great tragedy? The just shall live by faith, the Bible says. And what started off as just very... Um, obvious common sense. Well, there's there, there's a famine here. Let's go there. We see that Elimelech majored on the physical instead of the spiritual. And when we major on the physical instead of the spiritual, when we're living by sight rather than faith, we are living on dangerous ground. What seemed logical and common sense to 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 him was not faith. And, and this is another question that we should ask ourselves. Why did Elimelech think we should they should turn to the enemy of God for help? And why do we, as, as the children of God, turn to people and places diametrically opposed to God? Because we've forgotten that man's wisdom apart from God is simply our heart deceiving ourselves. And when our heart rears its ugly head, we are living in a very short-sighted, pleasure-seeking, knowing that the sins will only, the pleasure of sin will only last for a season. And now before tomorrow we get into the the, the next part of the this account, we 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 find ourselves with a wife who had been taken away from the blessing of God, taken away from where they were supposed to be, and now they are in a foreign land, left all alone with Gentile daughter-in-laws. Her husband has died, her two sons have died, and this is where we find her. My friend, will we uh, continue this tomorrow? But be encouraged today. Let's not live by sight. Let's resolve today to live by faith because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. My friend, you have a wonderful day. We look forward to hearing back from you in the coming days. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.